otherwise on SAFM. My guest is the CEO at Premapart Investments, a youth management national company that specializes in mathematics and science, sciences solutions. His name is Zenith M. Zengwa, and I bumped into Zen just the other day. I, I, was, I was chatting to a friend, and Zen came and said hello to my friend. And then, as usual, I'm curious about people, and I asked him what he did. And when he explained to me, I got so excited. I thought, you must come and talk to me on the radio. And thank you for coming down personally to talk to us. Um, now, tell everyone why I got so excited. Because if you can teach maths, and you say everyone can learn mathematics, and I, I, I don't believe you, but tell me, maybe if you can teach me something by the end of this show, then we we, we, we somewhere. Tell, tell us a bit of, uh, give us a bit of your background and, and, and how you came to be so passionate about mathematics. Um, uh, good afternoon <laughs> to the listeners and Mamshada, thank you kindly <laughs> for the opportunity. Um, Permapod um, is a, 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 a black-owned company um, originating from the Eastern Cape with all directors. And we normally call ourselves the son of the soil. And uh, as a son of the soil, when you grow up in a rural area and you see the challenges that are facing the, the country at large, mm-hmm. especially in math and science, mm-hmm. you then say to yourself, you know what, let's, let's, let's create a legacy-oriented organization that is just there to enable um, the, the youth of the country in, in bring up a change in mm-hmm. math and science. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, some person would say, how do you bring about this change in the country? You know, as a child that loved rugby, and when I grew up and loved sports, uh, the only way you can get my interest is when you speak to me about rugby and soccer. Okay. Um, the, the, um, my daughter, if you had to address my daughter, speak to my daughter about, about Barbie, about, um, about an dolls, iPad, yes. about dolls, you'll get her interest. So we then said, you know what, let's try and then bring something that firstly creates interest, then from there we can impart on the knowledge on this, in these kids. Then the nice thing about it is that um, being, 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 being exposed to such challenges, uh, having understood exactly our backgrounds and the current country's background as it is now, we then said, you know what, let's go and adopt a few experts that are under, underutilized in the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, retired teachers, people that have written books and all that, and said to them, this is this idea that we've got behind this legacy-oriented company, um, let's make it real. You know the the experts were very were very were very interested in it. I love the and fact it, that you went and found uh, retired professionals and and brought them because you needed some wisdom. Because all yes. of you are pretty young, aren't you? Yes. So you needed some wisdom, and I I'm I'm, I'm glad you had the wisdom to go and 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 unearth uh, those retired professionals. And you said they responded. Uh, they they responded positively. Up to this day, there is no expert that we've approached to come and assist the organisation that has declined the offer. Um, from, as I can make mention with pride, one of them is from the University of Western Cape, Professor Mabusela. Mm-hmm. Um, when, we, when we were telling about the idea, he was like, you literally bring about change to the, to the children of the country. Okay, so tell us the idea. You, 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 loved, you loved rugby. What has that got to do with mathematics? Your daughter loves Barbie. What's that got to do with... I love cooking. What's that got to do with mathematics? Yes, to simplify it, mm-hmm. uh, because you said I should simplify it. As yes, much as I you can. must simplify it. Um, if I if I need to 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 teach Mamshado Twala mathematics, mm-hmm. I get to Mamshado a day prior my 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 my, my lecturer to her mm-hmm. to understand her thinking, 
to understand her background, to understand the things that interest her in her daily life, mm-hmm. the things that impact her every day. Mm-hmm. What, I, what we then do thereafter, we could then create content that speaks to your daily life. So that thereafter, when I come to you, I say to you, if I were to say, Mahalo which means good morning, mm-hmm. automatically you say, this person has created interest, this person knows what is my clan name. Mm. Then from then, say, then from there, when I'm making an example now about anything has to do with mathematics, I bring it to your daily living. Instead, instead when I then do that, I create interest in you, you become blown and you're like, Oh, I didn't think this would be mathematics orientated. So that is where that is what we do. Um, and currently, we're working in the most rural in the country, mm-hmm. um, disadvantaged schools. And now um, we replace your Michelangelo's, we replace your your robots, we replace your tar roads, we replace your kilometers. By the way, we use the distances between dams and our huts. We use um, the, mm-hmm. we, 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 we we use carts. We use donkeys. We use things that we live with every day. Mm. It differentiates when you're speaking to me, because to me, I love rugby and soccer, mm. and I love Formula One. Come speak to me about how old is Schumacher, I'll tell you how old is Schumacher, <laughs> because you're interesting me. Mm-hmm. So that is where it comes from. That is where it came from, but not underestimating the challenges that the socioeconomic challenges that are facing the country at large. Mm. So of which now we have to then as well rise a step above and say that how do we make sure that all the other challenges are dealt with? The fact of the matter that teacher shortages is a fact in the country. Mm. Um, you you can go to a school and and intervene all you want, but when there's no teacher, what do you then leave behind? So we then said, you know what? Let's identify as well with assistance with the experts. We went to universities and then adopt recently graduated university children mm. that have just have got math and science in their in their in their in their career roles. Then from there we train those to be the actual teachers, teachers and tutors. Then from there they go to the schools and 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 you'd be surprised. These tutors, they love to reside in these rural areas because for them it's like camping, it's like um, mm. they're doing some retreats and all that. Mm. Then they after automatically when we do that, we achieve peer learning as well. Because these children after school, they go play soccer with the very same, the very same learners. Mm. And then these learners will be saying, if he can teach him mathematics and he can't even play soccer better than me. So <laughs> I, who am I not, 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 not to do not that? Not to learn. Not to learn it. And that's, that's where we come from. Now then, I want to know how it complements what already is being taught at schools. Because if you if, if you impacting these children in the way that you teach, uh, doesn't it uh, contradict what the teachers are already doing or what has been taught from an earlier age? You know, as one of our products, we've got what you call teacher development. Mm-hmm. Um, the, and the base of that, you know, it's that we, we everything that we all should do as, as, as educators, if ours as educators, uh, we're governed by CAPS, right? And we just have to make sure that everything we do is CAPS aligned. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the methodology has got nothing to do with CAPS. Uh-huh. Uh, CAPS is just basically content-based, but now the methodology and how to how to actually extend this this knowledge, this CAPS into the children becomes the key. Mm-hmm. So then thereafter, we then say here's we've, we've got we've written books before where we say you know professor go through this book, verify it and compare it to CAPS, and then see if it does not speak the same language. Mm-hmm. And up to this day, we've, we've gotten heads up in it. So so what we then do, we're not there to replace teachers. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're there to complement the teachers. Because normally when we get to a classroom, on a, let's say on a Wednesday, we get there and just give them a baseline assessment, which is an exam, that, that covers in terms of the syllabus where they're supposed to be currently at that time of the year. If they're supposed to have covered 30% of the work, we then say, here's a, an exam that, is, that covers 30% of the work. Then it gives us a clear indication 
where the problems lie, what are the challenges then? Then what we then do is just create content that simply answers those particular problems in, the, in our own methodology. Then thereafter, we workshop everyone that is involved in terms of medicine science in that particular school so that they can then understand. Of which now, being challenged by teachers not being there, we've actually gotten to realize that um, most schools have not completed their syllabus mm. because of lack of teachers. Mm. And you cannot blame anyone about that. It's just a rescue. People I know will not want to go and stay in a rural area forever. You know, this is where then... then the, 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 you know what excites me as well is that you're creating jobs for uh, new uh, uh, qualified university students who otherwise would have been sitting at home doing absolutely nothing or battling to find jobs. Yes. But I like the idea as well that, you know, it shows that we, in our lives, every day we use mathematics. Yes. But how come we... Uh, where where were we stuck? Because I, I don't understand. If if I, I'm saying maybe somebody didn't want us to all be rich people, because if we understood mathematics, all of us would have a lot of money by now, wouldn't we? Yes. No, we would. We would. Because but because I think because when you when you trace back prior 1994, the ISCO time prior was Aslamitel. It was ISCO. Mm -hmm. They produced around 770,000 uh, people in the trade, and of which. I think the transition thereafter to where we are now has been the challenging one. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, the current, the, the, about more than 75% of the country is, is disadvantaged. And and I think the interest have just shifted a bit and the interest was not at the disadvantaged. Of which we then say now that the moment we, we can overcome that 75% mm -hmm. and bring about that change and then participate, participate positively in the economic trade of the country, automatically the country will change. Of course, of course. Will be a better, better stand. And, and you can only achieve that when you, when you are happy that, you know what, I live maths, I work maths. You know, um, in partnership with education, in partnership with Adopted School Shanduka. And even with them, when we, when we, when we, to, when we to, um, present to them, they're like, we, we, we don't believe this. Um, it, you make mathematics look so easy. Mm. You know, it becomes very nice when you work at a school for what, first time you work at a school, when the results come out, the headmaster gives you a call and say, thank you, Mr. Thema, you've done us proud. And it's a, it's a province of, it's a province that you don't even, you don't even focus in a lot. Mm. You know, it was KZN. We just started working KZN last year. But it was very nice. Even before our client, which, which, which becomes out of the school, called and said, we've done well. You know, the principal then called. So then you only impact at high school level. Yes. What about the, the I mean, why don't you start at the beginning with, with young people, younger yes. people? I think the, given a chance, given a chance and our interest in the, in the future is, 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 is modern day, is, 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 is early childhood. But unfortunately, um, the country's measurement tool at the moment becomes grade 12. You know, people don't really focus much on the other results. They focus on the grade 12. And the, and the financial challenges that the country even faces in terms of education becomes, becomes the, the key barriers into, into why we would not be impacting on, mm. on, on, on the lower grades. Mm. But ideally, ideally, um, if we were to choose, we would actually even choose lower grades because we're then preparing um, people for, for, for... Yeah, for then it becomes easier as they yes. get into high school. Then it, it's not a stumbling yes. block because I believe that mathematics also, or failing maths and science also uh, produces a lot of dropouts because you know yes. when they cannot continue and yes. they cannot understand they drop out of school we're back talking to zen uh, about mathematics and he's made it so easy for us uh, after this little break otherwise 
on SAFM. Zen, Zen, Zen Tengwa is my guest and we're talking about uh, how everyone can do math and how it's part of our lives. You were telling me about a, a, a simple solution here that you, that go back and tell me because no one was listening. You were telling me. Yes. And I was just picking an example. Mm-hmm. They're saying that, you know, we make mathematics so difficult mm. and science and it becomes so easy because as an African child who, who, who was never exposed to a car, um, a cell phone and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, when I wake up every day and I go to school, I walk, let's say, for five minutes, but that does not become important in terms of minutes. But I walk from my house, and as I go towards the school, I pass a dam on the left every day, mm-hmm. right? So in this cold morning, I'm walking to school, and then I see a frog on the left of the road towards the dam. Any boy's mentality, when they see a frog, they want to chase it. Mm-hmm. Then from there, I chase that frog. Mm-hmm. And now as I chase that frog, now the frog, then after, allow me to say, jumps. The reason why we use the word jump, because you don't, because you, if ever you're saying the frog hops, mm-hmm. the kids will want to understand what does hop mean. Mm-hmm. Of which the right thing that the kids, that the, the frog hops. Yes. But then we say that the, the, the frog jumps, jumps so that we can get you to understand. Mm-hmm. Then the frog jumps, but now the frog jumps half the distance. It jumps in its second jump to get to the water. Will the frog ever get the water? And then thereafter you're saying, be- between the frog and myself, it's only two meters. Mm-hmm. And then from there, its first, its first jump is a meter. Will the frog ever get to the water? <laughs> we've, we've put up this to, 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 to ex- experts before, university professors, who were elated, they had nothing to say. And the reality of it, the frog will never get to the water. <laughs> because it jumps once, then it jumps after the descent, so it will never get to the water. But now, but now, speak about distance to a child on any day. The child will remember. In the back of my mind, from my house, when I went out my heart towards the school, and the frog was jumping. Mm-hmm. This is the dis- this is what was happening. Yeah. You know, we've once had a situation in Liborde, for one. We had a child that we were asking the distance between Cape Town and Namtata. And then I said to them, let me give you a hint. You said to me, you walk from your house to school. And you've calculated it takes so many minutes to school. Now to get to Cape Town in a car, it takes so many, so many minutes. And then from there, the child said, then, Mr. Tsema, I can walk to Cape Town however many times, I think 1,200 and something how many times to get to Cape Town. That gives me the distance. And I said to you, my child, apply that anywhere in life. No professor will give you wrong because you've got the idea and you understand exactly what it means. Because you can simply start walking and say, I'll give you the answer. And the moment you've, the moment you've got the idea, you've got the interest, in mathematics, you're gone. In science, you're gone. Then where have you been, you know, when I needed you while I was at school? So how do people, um, how do people engage with you then? How do they get to talk to you some more? I'd like to believe that there are lots of people listening who are retired professionals and would like to participate. Lots of students who would need you, require your help and understand more what you do, would need your website as well to give to people because there's a lot more you do as, as far as your core business. But I, I was just interested in, 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 in the mathematical idea at the moment. But I know you do a lot more than that. Uh, so how do people find you? Um, we've got an office. Um, our head office is based in East London. Mm-hmm. We've got an office in Johannesburg um, that, that assists more nationally. And the, our, office lam- our office line in East London is 043 mm-hmm. 050 
0987 I repeat 043 050 0987 and our Johannes back office is 011 100 2894 I repeat 011 100 2894 and then my personal cell phone number would be 076 mm-hmm. um, 018 mm-hmm. 4685 um, I'll give an alternative number as well Please give us your website I think that's website, more important um, our website is www.pemapart p-e-r m-a p-a-r-t dot c-o dot z-a and who should call you? Um, <laughs> as who I should said, be in touch with you? Yeah, as I said Mathematics and science is a pandemic in the country now. So everyone in the country has got a problem in mm-hmm. math and science. Mm-hmm. And the moment we as a country we take ownership of math and science, and the private sector has moved into the point to the picture now, they've adopted math and science like nobody's business. Um, uh, departments of education, which becomes a, 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 our partners as well, have adopted into it. And, 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 and so I believe that everyone in the country um, becomes key in it. Uh, but most importantly, the recently qualified graduates mm-hmm. who've mm-hmm. got maths and science, the retired experts, um, and, 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 and people that carry more than 10 years experience in education. Mm-hmm. Um, as you always say, mathematics based on lessons learned, unfortunately. Um, so, so, so whoever that is there that is interested in the field can come through and will be willing to listen. And any other department in the country that wants help, because uh, we've partnered with some strategic companies as well. We're working as far as Free State, you know, mm. in KZN, mm. um, and, 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 and we'll, we're assisting the country at large. So then lastly, if there's a parent or child who's in grade 12 right now and uh, is, is battling to whether they, you know, whether they, to drop maths for maths literature, because I know a lot of young children who were you know battling with that idea of whether they should drop it just to get better marks what's your advice to them my advice them to them is simple don't look far look at home and find what you like when you get to school you say to the teacher teacher please teach me mathematics about what i what i live or i do every day the teacher may not understand that so i'll ask them to call you instead <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me and thank you for making math so exciting and bringing it home, especially where it's needed most in the in, in, in the rural areas, because I, I don't think uh, the exposure is enough uh, for, for those kids to learn. I don't think they even have better teachers than uh, than we do in, 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 in urban areas. So I think I think you're doing a great job and, of course, creating employment for uh, new graduates who are battling. So if they have maths and science, they can call. That's Zenith Nzengwa, not Nzengwa. Somebody just sent me an email now requesting that I send them my my profile. Okay. You see the power of radio. That's what it is. Okay, thank you so much to my guest. I'll give you those numbers again. Uh, it's www.permapart, P-E-R-M-A-P-A-R-T dot C-O dot Z-A or 76 4685 is Otherwise on SAFM. Matt's is still under the spotlight and we speak with uh, Matt's expert from the educational publishing house Via Africa, Heinrich Dirk. Heinrich, I'm sure, have you been listening to our show? Welcome to Otherwise. 
Good afternoon, Shadow. Good afternoon to the listeners out there. Thank you for having us on your show. Now, afternoon to you. I've just been talking to Zenith Sengwa uh, from Pemapart, who's, who's trying to tell us that maths can be made easy. But what I want to talk to you about is your your um, Tapto Maths program. Tell us about it. Definitely, Shadow. Um, Tapto Maths is a tablet-based application for learners on grade R to grade 6. Um, the application tracks the entire learning process. Um, the difference here is that there's a human on the other end, uh, being a teacher or tutor, who takes the information gathered by the application and proceeds to then create a personalized learning path and learning plan for each child. So, so it's interactive, you're saying? That's correct. Um, the learner is, works on a tablet application. They work in a manner that's quite similar to paper where they do their writing. They would physically enter the answer. That would then give them immediate feedback. So that adds to the engagement. They are immediately told. Then from there, apart from their feedback they're getting from the application, the further level is from the teacher or tutor who would give them um, mocked returned worksheets. They would get voice and audio notes. They would even um, get tutorial videos based on what their needs might be. Now, I failed too this morning when I tried it. <laughs> my, my, my test. So my teacher didn't quite like me, I think. Um, what might I, we, don't, we don't see it as a fail. We see it as, I'm assuming the first worksheet you would have done is the, the diagnostic assessment. Yes. That gives us an idea as to where you are. So there's no fail. It's just a starting point as we see it. Now, you, you say it's from grade R to grade 6. Um, I, I, do parents need to be very good at mathematics themselves? Not at all. That's the beauty of Tabto Math, is that the application itself, the parent needs to be there in the guiding role, um, in the one who would sort of motivate the child to sit down. From there, the app, the, the app does the magic. Um, the parent is the one who then gets the feedback. Our expert tutors the person who uses this information from the application, guides the learner from a mathematics perspective. So it's sort of this alliance between parents, learner, and tutor um, to, to make sure that everyone does what they do best. So, so are you saying then children from grade R can use it, but if you catch up with it, I mean, if somebody is listening now and the child is now in grade 2, it's not too late to use it. It's not like you need it to start at grade R and, and graduate to grade, grade 6. It, it's never too late, Shadow. Um, the idea here is that the lesson plan is entirely personalized. So the learner starts in grade 2. We'll first of all have a look at what's happening, what has happened in grade 1. Mm -hmm. From there, we can proceed to current grade level. But even if a learner is in grade six, for example, and has problems at grade two level, in a very non-confrontational, non-sort of demeaning way, we can address those problems at grade two level and bring them up to speed, up to current grade level, unlike other programs out there, perhaps. Okay, and this app is, 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 is only on what? Is it available on all uh, uh, tablets? Um, most, I would say. 98%. Um, it's available on Android as well as iPad, so both in the Apple App Store as well as the Google Play Store. And is it free? The application itself is free to download. Um, mm -hmm. The tutorial access, so that's access to the service of a tutor. Mm -hmm. That's where the subscription model kicks in. Um, we have a wide range, whether it's working with your child and a tutor directly, or we can even implement this at the child's school, where 
um, the teacher would be the driving force behind capital maths. Okay, and, and, and maybe that's what's probably um, going to be the cheapest way of doing it, unless parents, of course, have the money to spend and do it at, at home as a supplementary way of, of what they learn at school, or does it have to be also uh, in, in, in conjunction with what uh, the teachers are teaching at the moment, the syllabus? Indeed. Um, the, the, the entire system is aligned to the CAPS curriculum, mm-hmm. um, but as you mentioned, there is the affordable option working with this within your child's school, and then there's also the one-on-one, um, like a personalized tutor, on demand 24-7, wherever the child is, wherever they have their tablet. But this is also, again, compared to private tuition, um, you would look at a fraction of the cost. Mm-hmm. And, and it's available at the moment for everyone, um, and it's ready to go whenever anyone downloads? Ready to go. It's in both Google Play Store, Apple iStore, um, App Store, excuse me, and yeah, whoever wants to open up the app, download it, and get started. And Heinrich, if anyone has questions about it, are you available? Certainly, I'm available. Um, I can be contacted directly um, via email. Mm-hmm. Um, email. Uh, the, the simplest would be tabtor, T A B T O R, at via Africa, V I A F R I. Okay, tap tour, T-A-B-T-O-R. Yes, at viaafrica.com. Well, I tried it, I liked it, and I think it's going to teach me a lot as well. <laughs> to, to, to I look forward to seeing your next worksheet submitted. <laughs> I'll do better than the, the 98% I got today. Indeed, indeed, we're striving for 100. <laughs> Thank you so much, Heinrich. We'll try it, and, and hopefully when we get feedback from people, uh, we'll have you back on with us. Thank you very much, Shadow. I look forward to it. Thank you for your time. You keep well. Bye-bye. It's tabtor at veaafrica.co, I beg your pardon, dot com, uh, T for Tommy, A, B for Betty, T for Tommy, O, R, at via Africa and Africa with a K, dot com. Uh, go out and look for it. it, it it's actually very, very interesting uh, to, to try out. When we come back, I'm talking to, and I'm very happy that she's back home. She's been traveling on her own across the continent. Uh, uh, Kachi Nzama, our solo traveler, is back home, and we talk to her after this. Otherwise, on SAFM. Hello, Kachi. Yes. How are you, Kachi? I'm well. How are you? It's so lovely to talk to you with no distance between us. And uh, yes. <laughs> you know, there's no, there's, there's no static. There's nothing. It is so good to be home for you. I suppose. I, I'm, I'm not so sure yet. <laughs> I know. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not settled in yet. I just feel like I'm out of place and I don't belong yet. Um, I don't know. I sort of expected things to just like go back to normal, but things can't go back to normal because the six months. Every day was different from the next, and now I sort of have to come back to a life where every day will be uh, much similar to the next. And I don't know if I can adjust to that very well. Well, Kachi, you know, you've come back at a time also when we've been battling with, with uh, you know, xenophobia and or Afrophobia, whatever it is. And, you know, you've been traveling across the continent. Where, where people have shown you more Ubuntu than we've shown um, our 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 oh, fellow Africans Ubuntu. 
Yeah. Well, um, I don't know. Like, for me, that has been quite... It's, it's been emotional. It's been very, very emotional. Because um, everyone who took me in uh, while I was traveling for the six months, um, they became family. Like, I had never met them or had really spoken to them before I got to the bus station and I gave them a call to say, hey, I'm here, you can come pick me up now. And they just became family and they showed me so much love. So every time I read a tweet or I watch the news and I see something, for me it's like, Somebody's attacking my family. Like, yeah. you are trying to hurt my uncles, my brothers, and my sisters. Because I, I don't even consider all these people that I, I met along the way as my friends. Because that's not what they are. They are my family. So it's quite an emotional time. And I don't know, it's, it's, it's quite a challenge that we have as South Africans to sort of educate ourselves and educate our brothers and sisters who are... Uh, during all these attacks to say, you know, it's, it's, it's not worth it. And you just, you're hurting somebody who's innocent, who has every right to be here as you do, you know? Mm. So, yeah. Kachi, uh, do you think if we had the experience of travel like you have, um, maybe we'd, we'd be wiser. I, you know, I'm trying to find solutions. Can we use travel and engagement as, as, as something that will help us see everybody else as, as, as our family? Um, I, definitely. I think, uh, travel opens you up, uh, to a lot of things because the one thing that you need to realize about travel is you just give up to being vulnerable. You are vulnerable and you just put yourself out there to a whole lot of strangers. And all you have is a bunch of strangers and you have nothing but to trust these strangers. Mm. So if maybe somebody else, if maybe somebody else does not have the opportunity to travel as I have, but like just open yourself up to friendships, friendships from people from different countries and try to learn as much as you possibly can from all these people and you know Pachi, I, I, I just wonder as well about you know the materialism of, of you know that our lives are so material at the moment and and I suppose when you travel like that m money because there's not much of it but also it just helps you appreciate people over the material things that material they have stuff. yeah um, that's the one thing that I had to learn um, Material possessions mean absolutely nothing to me at this point in my life. Uh, I pretty much gave up everything to travel. And along the way, I was giving stuff away as well, just because my bag was a bit too heavy. And I was like, you know, I've been traveling with us for six months and I still haven't worn it. Maybe you can have it. Mm. You'll have better use for it. Mm. So um, I think that's another thing that we need to learn as people that, you know, as much as the, the, the cell phone uh, connects you to the world, and everything else, don't put so much value on it because mm. putting value on material stuff, it just, it just holds you back. It just, you not, because the thing is, when you, when you put uh, value on material stuff, I've, I've found that those who cannot have the same material possessions as you do, you, you sort of just look at them as if they are less than you. Mm. Mm. I, I've always had that sense, like you look at people who have less than you, as if they're less. But the thing is, we are all the same. It's just some of us are more fortunate than the others, but we really are all the same. And all we're looking for 
although we really want out of life is to be happy, but we put so much so much value in material possessions and we waste all that time chasing happiness using those material possessions mm-hmm. and we just never fulfill that happiness. We never really find it. Now, I want to know um, what you will be doing now that you're back as soon as you found your ground again because I'm sure your head is, is still up in the clouds and, of course, with all that is happening around you, having to readjust to being home and knowing that you're not packing and moving in a few days again, what are you going to be doing? How are you going to fill your time? Um, I, I, I really, really, really do want to continue uh, uh, promoting uh, domestic travel um, South African domestic travel to young black people um, because that's something that's never been done. Uh, domestic travel to young black people, it's, when they're promoting it to us, it's the five-star places. But we can't all afford to go to five-star places. But we all have, at the end of the month, we all have an extra thousand rand that we have in our pocket that we could use for something, which we mostly end up just going to the bar and drinking up. Mm. And I'm saying, if there's about three or four of you, and each of you has has a thousand rand, you can actually really have a decent weekend away. And mm-hmm. this is something that I have done. So this is something that um, South Africa, the our tourism board, needs to look and see that um, young black market is neglected in the in, when it comes to SA tourism. Not just the young black market, even some of our parents, because they do have a bit of money. Mm. But it's like, if you find something, it's all about the five star hotels and what to do, and everything is all five star. But there's so much we can do on a shoestring budget, as I have done traveling all Africa on a shoestring budget. But those are the things that you will never really find being marketed because people just think there's no market for it. How much did you spend all in all? Have you calculated? No, I haven't. <laughs> I am still in my own world. I, I Yesterday was my first day actually resting. I, got, um, I left Egypt on Friday 1 a.m., uh, got to Doha uh, around 5:30 a.m. I had to connect to uh, I had I had a connection a connecting flight for Joburg, which I missed, and then I spent like 24 hours at the airport. They put me on the next flight, and I got myself a cold. But when I landed, I had been on Saturday Sunday. I was going to San City for the music awards, and only yesterday that's when I was like, okay, now I can sort of deal with my life right now what did, what was your first meal back or what were you w- craving for when you came back when i came back mm-hmm. the thing is um i don't like junk food but okay. when i was when i was out and i was in ethiopia and malawi and uh in kenya and the masai mara i wanted ice cream i wanted chocolate <laughs> i wanted all those yummy goodies and then I landed back at home, we went to Sun City, and we are in the entertainment area, and everything I ever craved was there. And I just looked at it, and said, I am not going to do this to myself, I'm not eating this. So everything that I craved, basically, I don't even want to look at it. <laughs> so, um, Kachi, I, I really welcome you back home, um, and I'm hoping that as soon as you, you land, um, well, you, you, you decide you've rested enough, you can uh, get back to your normal life. And thank you so much for sharing your story with us. Thank you for inspiring so many of us to 
I mean, you know, I we all just wanted to do this with you. That's I think my part of it for talking to you all the time was to travel in my head and just listen to to you tell the stories. Is there one yeah. country though that you think you'd like to go back to or live? You know what? I actually do want to go back to all the countries. I don't have a favorite country because every country presented something totally different. Mm. Although, um, when I came back, I had to rush back um, now for my aunt's wedding, which is this weekend. But I really do want to go back to to, to Egypt. Uh, Spent some time in Aswan. I was only there for a day. Mm. I really want to go back to Aswan and just, just experience that Nubian life and the Nubian culture, which is something that I never really got a chance to do. Mm. So, um, yeah, but all the countries I honestly do want to go back. Um, when I, uh, Thursday, last week Thursday was my last day in Egypt, and I was, I was just, I woke up not feeling so great, and I, I said to my host, I, I think I'm just going to lay in bed for a while, and I actually had to be rushed to hospital because mm. I could not believe my life was was that journey of my life was coming to an end. Um, I had an anxiety attack in on the last day of my travel. So. Oh. Well, I hope you feel better. Welcome home. And, and next, time, you. next time you go wandering, let me know. Um, so I we can hope. we can keep it's in touch. It's really going to be soon because I can't stay in one place too long. <laughs> let us know, Kachi. <laughs> Take care, darling, and good luck, eh? Thank you so much. We'll chat to you soon. You take care now. Bye-bye. That's travel blogger Kachi Zama, uh, who is back home after exploring the continent. And you can see her website, travelimzanzi.com. Read her blogs. She is on Twitter as Kachi Nzama. Kachi is K-A-T-C-H-I-E Nzama. And I, I think she's got lots of beautiful stories to tell uh, about the places she's visited. And I think she did she did uh, many countries, in fact, I think. Um, but she go and read it.